Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Gian. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, June 25, 2023. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions. We at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast, Podmetrics. Thank you so much, Podmetrics, for the support, and I urge everyone to support them as well. And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Welcome once more. So welcome once more to our Bible study online. We are here to study, huh? I'm not on a pulpit. I'm not preaching a homily. And you are not in church. You are seated in your respected homes. I repeat, we are here to study the Gospels according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John assigned for Sunday proclamation. We are studying that we may understand. If you remember, on the first and second Sundays of June this year. The Gospels were teaching us about sacred mysteries. You see, every Gospel is teaching us either about God, about Jesus Himself, and about ourselves. So, if you remember, on the first Sunday of June, we were studying as much as we could the sacred mystery of the Most Holy Trinity. It is a sacred mystery which we cannot fully understand even if Jesus himself has revealed some truths, some details about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ himself has revealed to us not so much who the Father is, who the Son is, or who the Holy Spirit is, but what each one of them is somehow doing a work for us. And so we attribute to the Father the work of creation. We attribute to the Son the work of redemption. And we attribute to the Spirit the work of sanctification. Then on the second Sunday, we were taught about the most holy 
body and blood of Christ, about Jesus Christ. Again, we cannot fully understand this. Even if Jesus has said so many things about it. And next Sunday, June 25, already the last Sunday of June, the 12th Sunday in ordinary time, the Gospels in cycles A, B, C, assigned for next Sunday, the 12th Sunday in ordinary time, the Gospels teach us about ourselves, not anymore about God, not anymore about Jesus Christ, but about ourselves. What is our worth? What is our dignity? Where does it lie? And that's precisely what Matthew in his chapter 10 verses 26 to 33 the gospel assigned for cycle A next Sunday we will try to see how the three gospels teach us about our human dignity as human persons composed of a body and a soul so let us first pray Almighty Father, send us your Holy Spirit that we may read your word with faith, reflect on it with hope, and realize it with love, following the example of your only begotten Son, from whom we learned freedom, fulfillment, and the future with you forever. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let us now read from our own Bibles or listen to the reading of the Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the twelve, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are counted, so do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you very much for reading the Gospel for next Sunday. And let us reflect on it. This is not a sacred mystery. It is a simple truth that Jesus is teaching us in this Gospel. Jesus is teaching us that each one of us is a human person composed of a body and a soul. 
and as such we are worth more than many sparrows. How then are we that worth? What then is our worth, our dignity? Our body is given us by our parents with its face and its figure, with its five senses, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touching. But that body is made alive because God, at the moment of conception, created a soul, a spiritual entity that gives life to the whole body and to every part of the body. Now, Jesus says, the body is mortal, meaning it can die, meaning it can be separated from the soul. It can be left dead. It can be left dead and then buried in the ground. And once buried in the ground, the body is reduced to ashes. That's how our bodies are. Day after day, we eat, we exercise to keep our bodies healthy. But our bodies may get sick. Our bodies may grow old and may die. And yet, we are told that our bodies have to be respected. That's why, if you remember, in the olden times, cremation was forbidden because they were saying that the body, the parts of the body, are instruments of sin. We steal, we walk to dangerous places. That's why cremation was then forbidden because they were despising the body. But no, the church learned and was teaching that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So we must respect it. So as long as you respect the body, when you cremate a dead body, you must respect even the ashes into which they are reduced, our bodies. But that is not that important. When in Mark we are told about an incident, the disciples were crossing this lake of Genesaret in a boat. They had Jesus with them, but Jesus was asleep in its 
stern. Now, the winds blow, the waves rose, and the disciples were frightened. So they went to Jesus and woke him up. They said, Teacher, do you not care that we are dying? Meaning, are you not, Lord, aware that our bodies are now threatened with separation from our souls? Because that is what death is. That's what mortal means. But Jesus was more concerned with the soul. That's why he said, Do you not yet have faith in me? Are you not aware, do you still not believe, that I am powerful with my presence even if I am asleep? But this is faith, an act of the soul. So Jesus was saying, more important than the body going to death is the soul that should be saved. As we therefore keep the body while alive healthy, we should keep the soul which cannot die is a spiritual entity, but we must make it holy. The body healthy, but the soul holy. And what is holy? When, for example, we say that the most holy trinity, because it is so separated from us, so set apart from us, the most holy body and blood of Christ. It is a sacred body. It's different from all other bodies. And so therefore, the soul is very different from the body because the soul is different even from all other spiritual entities. It must be sacred segregated holy. So Jesus said to the disciples, you are afraid to die. You are afraid that your bodies may be separated from your souls. I'd rather teach you to be more aware of the worth of the soul because the soul, once it leaves the body at the hour of death, goes to another world. The body is made healthy here on this world, in this life. But the soul, once it leaves the body, goes to another world, the world without end, we say. The question therefore now is, how to save the body as well as the soul here now because salvation is here now we are therefore taught how to keep safe our body 
by precisely doing the normal ways of keeping ourselves healthy. But more importantly, our main concern should be how to save our souls. Here, I repeat, salvation is here on earth. Let me cite examples. On several occasions, Jesus would say to, for example, to that Samaritan woman who said, if only I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. I will be kept healthy. Here she was concerned about her body because she was bleeding for years. But Jesus was more concerned with her soul. That's why Jesus said, My daughter, your faith has made you whole. In other words, your faith, which is an act of the soul, is making you healthy bodily, but therefore you should be more concerned also with your soul. So she says, go in peace. Remember what Jesus said to Bartimaeus, a blind beggar. This blind beggar was praying, son of David, have mercy on me, I want to see again. Another guy who was concerned with his body, <coughs> with his sense of sight. And Jesus said to him, Your faith has made you well. Again, the faith and act of the soul has brought about a miracle for the body. But remember, it's an act of the soul. When therefore Jesus <clears throat> praised that Samaritan leper who once was cleansed on the way but immediately returned to, the, to Jesus to thank him and to thank God, Jesus said, your faith has saved you. In other words, has cleansed you from leprosy of your body. But again, faith is an act of the soul. Now, our soul is created by God individually, gifted with the spiritual faculties of intellect, and will. The holiness of the soul and the health of the body, of course, are, are our concern, but we must order our priorities. The soul before, above, and over the body. This holiness of the soul before, above, and over the health 
of the body. This is now our duty and our salvation. Here, I repeat, on the, in this world and now in this life, salvation is here. We are sanctifying ourselves, making ourselves different from others. This is now our duty and our salvation. How? To make ourselves not only healthy in the body, but holy in the soul. Now, St. Luke in the Gospel precisely tells us how Jesus gave some answer to the big question, how does faith save not only our body, but most importantly our soul? And St. Luke has quoted Jesus. He says, Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And how does one lose his or her life for the sake of Jesus? Jesus himself has given us an answer. If anyone wishes, will, if anyone wills to come after me and be my disciple here now, he or she must deny him or herself. Be humble. He or she must take up his or her cross daily. Be acknowledging your sinfulness and then follow me. Imitate me. So, the three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, precisely remind us of how important we are. But more important than the body is the soul. More important than the health of the body is the holiness of the soul. This is our duty and our salvation. Let us therefore from this day on <coughs> resolve to order our priorities. I will tire repeating this. <coughs> God before any man, faith above reason and spirit over matter. The soul before, above, and over the body. Holiness before, over, and above health. These truths may not be sacred mysteries. <coughs> they may be understandable by all of us. So let us try day after day. Pray for daily bread. Yes, that we may eat, but we have to work for it. But aside from working, we must worship God our Father. And that is an act of the soul.
Let us therefore resolve to be different from others, to be set apart from others, to be segregated, made sacred, made holy, but not so much in what we believe as Catholics, as in how we behave as Christians. I repeat that. We believe more than any others as Catholics. In Mary, we believe in Mary, we believe in the Eucharist, we believe in confession. We may believe more, we are different more than others in matters of belief. But we should be like all other Christians when we behave as Christians. I am reminded at once of what the great Mahatma Gandhi of India once said. He was a colored guy and in Africa there were churches for the white and the colored. One day he dared to enter a church for the whites and immediately he was ejected. And once ejected, Mahatma Gandhi said, Christianity I love. It is Christians I do not like. So there is a big difference between believing and behaving. We may believe more than others, but we must be the same like others as Christians. Remember the saying that each one of us is born man and woman like all other men and women, but like no other man or woman. So, salvation here on earth in this life is our individual privilege and responsibility. Thank God we are helped by the communities family, church, school, and government. But at the end of the day, it is each one of us trying to keep ourselves holy and healthy. This is what the Gospels, the three cycles ABC Gospels, according to Matthew, Mark, and Luke, are teaching us this coming Sunday. It's not a sacred mystery. It is a simple truth. But once studied and learned and lived by, once preached and practiced, may sanctify us, may make our souls holy, and keep ourselves healthy. Remember, that is what we pray for at every Mass. Lord, by the help of your mercy, May we always be free from sin, soul, and safe from all distress, 
body. So we pray for both, but don't lose sight of the importance of the soul here on earth. Next Sunday we will be talking about what happens hereafter. But now I pause for some of your reflections. And now, words from our sponsor. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500YOCCBU so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast. Good evening, Thank you for your reflection that faith is the act of the soul and that it can save the soul and the entire body. Beautiful reminder for all of us. Thank you, Mons. This is a very good reminder. We may be working to keep our body healthy. But we should be worshipping to keep our souls holy. I cannot say that in more clear terms. Another question here. Hello, Mons. I like your order of priorities, especially faith above reason. Increasing my faith is something I cannot, I cannot do for me. It's God's grace freely given and what I can do is immerse myself to the word of God, the sacraments. The sacraments and grow my virtues. Salamat nuns. A very good reflection. So remember, God has given us seven days a week. Six days from Monday to Saturday to work for our daily bread. Because the daily bread will not go straight to our plate to eat. We have to work for it. But the daily bread we pray for when we worship God in church on a Sunday. So, six days work 
one day worship. But remember, as you work, you work precisely to worship God. He has given you the talent, the treasure, and the time to work. Every day, you must therefore work and worship. Do not leave worship on Sunday. Precisely, Sunday is not the end of the week. Sunday is the first day of the week. Work and worship. Body and soul. Health and holiness. Another reflection here. I realize that I shouldn't let the unholy actions of Christians to discourage me from continuing to build my relationship with God. That's true. There is God. This we believe. But God has precisely been loving us so much that He gave us the time, the talent, and the treasure to live to be made well, to be made whole, to be made holy here on earth. The next Sunday we shall be talking about rewards. What do you get after saving yourselves here on earth in this life? What about in the world to come, the world without end, and in the life everlasting? Very simple truth. We have our own bodies. But as temple of the Holy Spirit, our each our every body must be respected. You cannot mutilate your body for no reason at all. But more importantly than keeping the body healthy is saving our souls, making our souls holy. So let us make the most of Sunday. But I repeat, remember Monday to Saturday is God's time for us, but don't forget Him. So I say, give God what is right not what is left. Another reflection here. Good day, As a parent to young adults, I will try to share all your reflections on making the soul holy and the body healthy. The work of the soul is really forgotten, choked by the concern and challenges of life. Thank you for the practical ways to keep our souls healthy. 
رسید ویف اکسرسائز فار اگزامپل تو کیپ آور باڈیز فٹ بٹ وی آسک فردر وٹ فور وٹ آر یو ہیلتھی فور وٹ ڈو یو وانٹ ٹو گو آن لیونگ فور If at the end your soul is condemned because you are living in sin, questioner. Mons, please comment on ashes of the dead being divided by siblings for safekeeping. Sir. Sir. Please comment on ashes of the dead being divided by siblings for safekeeping. So, kanang gi-cremate nyo ba? Ha? Kanang gi-cremate. Oh, nga mga igsoon mag-divide sa abo for safekeeping. Unsa ko ni maka-istorya ni Moana? Let me explain again. When people were burning bodies, cremating bodies, because they were despising the body as instrument of evil, sinning. That was the reason why cremation was forbidden then. But now we believe, the church believes, that the body is at the temple of the Holy Spirit and therefore should be respected even when reduced to ashes. But the ashes must be kept in an urn and buried properly in the cemetery. They cannot be spread over orchids or whatever. The ashes must be kept in an urn with your respect. Another reflection here. Thank you again for your firm reminder on the work and worship that soul should be above our body. I can use this in trying to share some inputs to people who surround me. Very good topic. Simple truth, yet we should learn how to simplify the ways. Thank you again. Thank you, Ren, for learning. That's what we are here for. We are studying to learn and then live by the lessons we have learned. Another reflection here. Hello, Mons. Thanks for the reminder that as we believe more in the Eucharist, Mary, Jesus, we should behave accordingly. Very simple and will take a lifetime to effort and God's mercy. When our bodies are reduced to ashes, God, in His own good time, will give us a new body, 
all of us, wherever we may be, there or there, heaven or hell, each one of us will be given a new body with a different face and figure. But therefore, we should pray that our bodies now once returned to ashes. God may create out of those ashes, but that won't be creation. He can create a new body. As of now, we believe that only Jesus has a body, glorified body, more than his body on earth. And Mary also has a body different from the body she had on earth. Only the two of them have bodies, glorified bodies. All the saints we say in heaven are souls. They are all souls. They will only be given bodies on the last day. That's why we pray Remember, Lord, our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. But those who have fallen asleep in heaven still have no bodies. They will have their bodies at the resurrection. So actually, on November 1 or November 2, we are praying to souls. All the saints are souls. All the dead persons are souls. Some are in heaven, some are in hell, others are in purgatory. But they are all souls as of now. That's why some are wrong when they celebrate all souls day as ghosts. They are all souls in purgatory and we pray for them that God may welcome them finally to his face. I've said enough about this simple truth which is sanctifying, making ourselves healthy and holy. So thank you, Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are worth more than many sparrows. That is where our dignity lies, made up of body and soul. So see you again next Friday. Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast. 
for your ears only. I am Brother Gian signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all, and to God be the glory. You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host, Brother Gian, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time.